Hey, what it do, people? It's your man, Animal Brown, checking in. Another episode of the On Deck TV podcast is here, episode 267. And, man, what a weekend. All right, we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about the bullshit that went down at the A3C. And, of course, we are going to review T.I.'s Dime Trap album like only we do, okay? This episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Do us a favor. Go to realvillemedia.com. Check out all the podcasts on the network. And for all the new shows on the network, that is Fresh for Dummies, brand new issue 30. J-Hope and Animal Brown going over Michael Coors, Brian Versace, DJ Khaled Jordans, and Coach and Michael B. Jordan. Also, check out the brand new episode of FSP Full Sport Press. J-Hope again, How Weezy and Big Jeff giving you their legendary top seven series as only they can. Check out everything on the network, including the Ladies Room Podcast. Brand new episode coming for you very soon. And RealVilleMedia.com where you can check everything out. Business is it's another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown? Hey, man, it's a long down. weekend. You sound down, Animal Brown. I'm high off these prescription drugs that the doctor oh. prescribed me for my back. Are you on the meds now? I'm on the meds now. Man, a little too much youngster rapper. Did something happen? Hanging with the youngsters at the A3C. You with Lizanne them? Man, listen, we're gonna get to that though. Smoke perp turned up on you? Man, I, I ain't, I ain't, I can't do it. What, well, uh, what you have on deck for the weekend? Man, I was slow motion, man. I just uh, watched a couple of movies. What did I watch? It was some brand new show that I watched. I can't remember. Manifest. Watch Manifest. That ain't nothing, though. I got halfway through it and cut it off. It was some slaw. The, the, pro- the premise is great. Fake Love lost. the premise. Eh, it is kind of a fake loss, but the actors are all god-awful. So I <laughs> uh, checked a little bit of that out. Got some TV in and just got some R&R, which it sound like you needed. What would you have up for the weekend? Uh, man, listen, I had a great time at the A3C uh, up until the end. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. But other than that, I didn't do much. I didn't get to see Venom. I'm hot about that. Um, people are telling me that it's good. I don't believe them. However, I'm still going to check it out because it's Marvel and I go see all the Marvel shits, good or bad. Um, so yeah, let me know. Do I need to waste my free money with a movie pass to go see that Venom or no? I need people on Twitter to let me know. Uh, speaking of Twitter, holler at your boy Animal underscore Brown too if you're looking for me. And I am Spike Lou on all social media. Um, all right, let's get straight to the action, man. A3C popped off down here in Atlanta Wednesday through Sunday. It was a big week, man. A lot of, um, a lot of appearances by some of your favorite podcasts. It's the real premium Pete, a King. We're all down here. Um, they had live beat making sessions with Manny Fresh, Brian Michael Cox, good panels. I sat in on, um, uh, Jay Prince panel, Goody Mob panel. All of that shit was dope. And then we got to the Sunday show. Mm. Shout out to my guy Derb. Me and him pulled up to the Sunday show. It was supposed to be uh, Young and May, Dipset, Trouble, Manny Fresh, Lil Wayne was headlining. Well, but before you get to that though, just yep. wait, just trying to rush through it. I'm just saying. Was it anything before that Sunday show? Like, what'd you take away in the podcast that you ran into? You are you glad you went? Like, tell me the good stuff that happened prior to Sunday. No, it, it was good stuff. Um, like, what stood out? How was the Jay Prince? 
Jay Prince was dope. That was a real good panel. It was hosted by two podcast dudes down here. That were actually really funny. I can't think of their name right now. But um, I can't remember. But they did a good job, though. Jay Prince, he funny, man, in real life. You kind of see, you know, the, everybody knows the voice and shit, right? Uh-huh. But when you see him in, re- in real life talking like that and kind of saying the politically yeah. correct boss answers, though. Being the triple OG that he is. E- exactly. Yeah. That shit is wild in person. But he seemed hella cool. Hmm. Um, Did you get to see P? I seen on the pictures. P, P who? Master P. In the A? Master P was right there with him. I don't believe that. You missed that? I ain't see that. How did you miss that? No, it's not. It's impossible. I'm telling you, P pulled up on him. They shook hands and all of this shit. I saw the picture, but I didn't know that was here. That was definitely down here at A3C. I'm hot about that. You, you, you hurt. You that would have made my that. weekend. <laughs> you hurt behind that. I had any other like local artists perform. Not local. I mean, but not the big names. I know Sunday was the big name. So yeah. did, were you put on anybody at A3C that you hadn't heard of before or anything like that? Nah, not to be honest, not really. However, it was a lot of people there hustling their music. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It was good energy the whole week, though. I'm going to be honest. Like, it wasn't no bullshit. People was just gen- showing, like, genuine love to each other, supporting each other. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to check out a couple of people's shit that I got um, handed or whatnot. Um, Niggas was handing out CDs? Well, not necessarily CDs, but more or less business cards and stuff okay. like that. Right. Um, but it was cool. So you know like what I'm an saying? earlier Got- version of South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, I, I shout out to uh, an on-decker that I met. We'll speak on her later. Don't you worry about a thing. Okay. Um, you ran into Mouse Jones? Mouse Jones. Shout out to him. Shout out Mouse Jones. He said he fuck with the podcast. We fuck with him heavy. Absolutely, man. He said he said his, his partner put him on our show and that he was listening to it and he fuck with it. I said, Appreciate that's respectable. You. Appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, that was Sunday. Shout out to Oatmeal, too. Oatmeal was out there um, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Shout out to my guy Sam G. He was out there, too. Mm-hmm. Um. But Sunday night, dog. First, first Dipset though. Okay. Dipset came out. Cam came out first. Then Jewels. Then Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Did Cam do any songs dolo? Yes, he did several songs dolo. He did get it in Ohio. I was hype. He had the purple fatigue on. Nah, what he have? No, nah, he had on a. Flea, I don't know what the fuck he had the on. Flea jogging suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reebok the one of one suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody buying that shit. Yeah. Uh, but. He did a good job, had it turned up. They did a couple of Diplomat songs. I could have used maybe four or five more. Mm. I feel like they set was cut a little too short. Did they do I Really Mean It? Yes. Mm. They did. But they didn't do, uh, what's, the, what's the one Jim Jones snatch, I mean, snap on, though? I do this shit sick uh, stuff and congested. I'm ready. Okay. He didn't do that. I needed that. Yeah, that was that. That's got to be on every dip set. Dip set set. It gotta be like I'm ready. I really mean it. Woo. Diplomatic immunity. Cam did. I'm about it though. Mm. Don't do that. That's P. Show respect. If P had came out, they would they would have. That would have been hard. They would have shook it. If P had came out, I needed to see that. Uh, after them, Manny Fresh came on, did the DJ set, did his DJ Khaled thing, played mm. some joints. Did he bring anybody out? Like he didn't bring nobody out. <laughs> he didn't bring nobody Turn. out. Mm. I was like, damn. Manny ain't got much pull though. Don't do Manny any kind of Manny way. Manny Fresh ain't got much pull. I, ain't, I mean, I ain't shitting on him or nothing. He's a legend, but he ain't got a lot of pull. Damn. I mean, <laughs> look, it's Manny Fresh. <laughs> I will say this. When Manny made his little beat, I sat in on it. He need to update his style. I'm not going to lie. What, he using Fruity Loops or something? I don't know what he was using, but it was that Manny Fresh sound. No. And it's 2018. So. He ain't, he ain't evolved at all? Nah, man. Not really. You heard the beat on Carter 5. That's probably one of the worst beats on there. Yeah, that's some slop. He got to he got to step his game up, but so after Manny, that's when Lil Wayne came out. 
Mm. A little bit of a, a intermission, ten minute intermission. Okay. Then Wayne comes out. Was he like Wayne Wayne on ten? See, that's what I I, I didn't know if we were going to get Summer Jam Wayne from yeah. earlier, who was clearly washed, or were we going to get uh, the settlement is over, the check has cleared, Young Money is now one hundred percent me. I'm back. Carter Five is gold in a week, Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Wayne was rejuvenated out there. Really? Looked fine. Paul's oh, voice sounded geez. good. Like he would clarity. He knew the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like he was hype. He was killing shit. He was killing shit. Wayne was killing shit. He had just took his coat off. He was finna get down, get busy. And then the bullshit popped off. The bullshit. The, What's the bullshit? The horse shit. What happened? He was in his fourth song. What song was it? <laughs> um, ain't no nigga that can cover from him and Drake. Um, uh, I'm the only one that get the job done. Job done. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't know what that is. Hey, you got to step your musical game up. I don't listen to Drake. Um, joke. But then about halfway through that song, dude, that's when the bullshit popped off. Okay. I'm standing facing the stage, obviously, about halfway between the stage and the back of the venue. Standing out. Yeah, it's all standing room only. No, and it's outside. Stand, like Eminem standing out. Not at all. Okay. Um And... Out of nowhere, you feel like I'm standing next to my man's, and like you feel like a bump, like a rush hit hit like behind me, and I'm like, mm. I turn around and be like, man, what the fuck going on? So when I turn around, I turn around about halfway, and then like just got like bulldozed, nigga. It was like everybody. First of all, it was already shoulder to shoulder, so it was slammed to begin with. Yeah. So picture a venue shoulder to shoulder and everybody running in one direction, running through people, over people, trying to get away from something. I still don't know what was right there. And you didn't hear no shots. I heard not one shot. So I saw the news say possible shots. I saw somebody on Somebody had posted to Instagram. They were up on the hill, and they were like, man, they done got to shoot nothing. Little one. So that's where everybody got there from. Because mm, they seen everybody running. They saw everybody running. So they just assumed. When I tell you, man, people were mobbing, dog. I'm talking about pushing people over, running over people. And, like, I was like, man, this shit. Chris, so I'm looking around, like, on some Matrix shit in slow-mo. Like, <laughs> where the fuck is this shit coming from? Like, that's what you got to do, man. Running for no reason is whack. Like, that's that's trash, dude. Like, people got to stop that shit. I get it. Like, we in, like, a fear-based society right now. We don't know if it's a fucking trench coat mafia out there picking motherfuckers up. Like, we don't know what's going on. I get it. Well, the difference is you, you're old, older, right? Mm-hmm. And you have your wits about yourself in a situation like that where you're going to take time and say, well, where am I running to? Facts. And what am I running from? Yep. On the other side of the coin, though, you got young people in there. They they just now starting to get out. This is a couple first times in the club. They still 19, 20s, Wayne's, A3C. So they see somebody run. They ain't been out enough to know, oh, shit, well, let me figure out what's going on. They just mobbing. Right. And that's when it get dangerous. So, yeah, you do got the wherewithal to be able to do that, but you got to think it's kids in there that ain't got a clue. That was the first thing I thought, and it's going to sound backwards, but I'm glad I've been in situations like this before. Mm. That sounds retarded, but it's fact. Because then you know what to do. Yeah, Num- you just got to stay out of the way. You, number one, stay. No, first of all, rule number one, stay on your feet. Like, do not get knocked down. Yeah, like, you can't go down. If you, if you do, get up super fast. That's rule number one. Rule number two, look and see where people are running from. That'll tell you what's going on. But I ain't see no fight. I ain't see no guns. I ain't hear no shots. The little DJ at the, at, on stage was like, everybody calm down and get low. 
That didn't help. Get low. It, this motherfucker said, calm down and get low. He should have played that. Nah, nigga, it was a rap. <laughs> Bro, people, I lost my phone. I'm so hot about that. Womp. My man's lost his shit. I'm hot about that. Girl, oh, that shit was wet. Yeah, he, he lucky. He, he got a good, a citizen picked his shit up. <laughs> a homeless man had I think a homeless bro. man got mine. He's shaking right. it, too, on the little homeless He's block. shaking it down in Grand Park with <laughs> With the big dog iPhone. And he let him find a charge. It's a wrap. <laughs> he found a charge. He in commission, boy. Hey, no, but for real talk, though, the, the way people were running, like, like it was real deal fear in their eyes, dog. Like, I'm dead ass thinking, okay, this is some Vegas shit. Because, mm-hmm. bro, people were running like it was 9-11, nigga. Like, dead ass, dude. Let me ask you something, then. Mm-hmm. After experiencing that, would you have second thoughts about, like, going out, being in a club, being in a concert where it's that many people? Does that give you second thoughts now? I thought about that, but not. I, I can't because this has happened before. We've been in clubs where people done got the brawling. I've we, been in clubs where they got to shoot. That's what I'm saying. Hence the fact why I wasn't at A3C. Like, right. And I'm not saying that I knew anything like that was going to happen, but I just, I'm too washed to. It's a lot of people out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm too washed to be in the midst of all of that, man. <laughs> and I just, I commend you. But if I got to go to the hospital after going to a concert, I'm good. Yeah, that wasn't nothing. My back, my back felt like 08 Tracy McGrady, nigga. Mm. My back was cooked. Yeah. I was like, man, I need some meds for this shit immediately. But overall, you, A3C was a thumbs up or thumbs down? Hey, overall, you attended? Uh, nah, we, I've been before. I've been once before. But uh-huh. this is my first time going to all of the panels and shit, though. It was good. I thought it was dope. Um, I, I mean, I'd go again. So, yeah, kind of answer your question. That, that wouldn't make me second guess, no. Um, like, There's certain Going artists that I won't go to. So you ain't going to like a, a, a Mozzie concert? Nah, I fuck with him. I wouldn't go to like a Black Youngster. Like, that's not my crowd. Who is going to a Black Youngster <laughs> concert? I mean, <laughs> who do that? It was a shame because so Wayne was in his bag. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody. So you ain't going to no uh, uh, Takashi concert? Fuck no. Okay. That's 21 and under. I just want to know. Gotta where, be. I, I want to know where you cutting the line. They okay. shouldn't allow me in. They be like, bro, come on, fam. What are you doing T- Turn around. Pause. I, that was the 14th annual A3C. Uh, they will be yep. dropping a, the A3C Volume 8 mixtape. The project commemorates the 14th anniversary A3C. It's going to have people on there like, G. well, the past compilations included G-Eazy, Currency, mm. ASAP Rocky, Young Bands, Action Bronson, Vince Staples, people of that nature. This one will have more up-and-coming artists, people that were there this year. And on the cover, you got Cap Gold. You heard of Cap Gold? I have never heard of Cap Gold. High Class Fever is his song. I thought you was going to say Cap G. No, Cap Gold. Cap Gold. Cap did he G change his name? No, this is a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know where Cap Gold from. <laughs> Shout out to him. Actually, he's you. taking over Texas with the underground scene, so he's from Texas. Well, there you go. Y'all check out for that A3C Volume 8 compilation. It's going to arrive to you soon, and the A3C event is every October. Yeah, man, you can go next year. Uh, not if I gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> I'm good. I listen to your recap. Oh uh, shit! All right, man. Moving on. Uh, a lot of new music came out this weekend. Obviously, Ti. We'll get to that later. A little it's more the in depth. King, bitch. Calm down. Yes. Relax. No. Um. But other joints came out. We had joint projects from Lil Baby and Gunner. Mm-hmm. We had the Davies and Styles P joint project. The aforementioned Mozzie. Sheck West, who we played about two weeks ago on the show. Dom Kennedy and Ghostface. That's a shitload of music that came out, man. What other than the T.I. stood out to you? Man, 
the aforementioned Mozzie, when I asked you would I go to a show, would you go to a show? Because I feel like Mozzie like one of the most gritty, yeah. I would call him, rappers that we have now representing Sacramento. And I listened to that a couple of times over the weekend. And that stood out to me the most. He... He he does a great job. You mentioned his flow not changing up. Right. And I kind of understand what you're saying, but I think he does such a good selection of p- picking his music. He stay on the gangster shit, but he keep a dope sample in there to mm. give you some harmony and, and kind of give you a like an old, dare I say, Kanye Westfield. But it, I, I like it when you mix the gangster music with the harmony on the, on the hook and you got the samples in there. And I think he does a great job at maybe... Of all the songs, he got like nine, ten samples on there where he like got the whole music. Yeah, and, and I thoroughly enjoyed this Mozzie, and I'm a Mozzie fan, and I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Mm. I've had that on repeat, um, so that was definitely one of my favorite songs. I tried, oh, excuse me, my favorite projects. I tried that little baby and Gunner. Man, some slaw. You crowned him too. Huh? You crowned little baby when this shit came oh, out baby, early. Little baby is the young, like he is the next generation. I just I can't listen to it like Gunner like I ain't I don't know is he an R and B singer is this the new like he's a little baby two point no bro. he not he like Lucci that's what he like he mm-hmm. like YFN Lucci like trying to sing and I, I don't know and it, it, it sang swag whatever they call it I was able to get through it one time maybe one song stood out to me uh, the one with Drake that was the one no I forgot about that one actually. shit that was at the end. Uh, but I'm talking about one of their songs that I like Lil Baby snapped on. And I watched that Preacher Man uh, not t- two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it make you kind of appreciate Lil Baby music a little more when you can understand through the auto-tune and the, the drip, drip <laughs> shit. But I, I I think that he has a unique story, being a young guy from Atlanta that that, that that checks out, that people fuck with, the old heads and young heads alike. So he, he definitely has a story, and I think he'll continue to develop how to deliver that what older people like us will like it. Yeah. But right now he catering to what he what was getting him the bag. Like he the number one artist on QC, I would argue, even over Migos right now. Relax. I didn't listen to Mozzie. I will I'm I'm looking forward to getting to that. And if you're telling me the production's got is sample based, then I'm I'm one hundred percent here for that. I tried to listen to that little baby and gunner. I got to about number four and I gave up. I went straight to the song with the sixth guy at the end. Listen to him snap on there. I listened to his verse about three times, and I got the fuck out of there. I cannot listen to that shit. The auto-tune is killing me. It's borderline mumble rap. It's not clear. That's my only issue with that. Like, what they're saying is not clear to me, and I have to listen too hard to understand what you're saying. And then once I do understand it, you're not saying anything, then I just wasted my energy. And I could have been listening to something else. But so I, I can't get with that. You realize shit. it's not for you though. It's not Says for who? Who is it for? Them. Them by putting it out and having it sound that way because you <laughs> niggas that text me and that are younger and be like, Man, little baby going in. Hardest verses of the summer. I'd be like, bro, I, I don't even know what he said. They lied. They they understand him as to what we don't though. It's a whole like it's a generation I feel like that that that, that buy into what little baby's saying and how he's delivering it. It just ain't for us. I can't do it. Um, I did listen to that Dave East and Styles P. How was that? I didn't get to listen to that. Well, I, see, here's my issue. I knew that because they don't rap over the same type beats. Dave East raps on his type shit. Styles P raps, raps on his type shit. I was wondering which direction they were going to go, and they went to the Styles P production direction, and I was hoping they wouldn't. That is not what I wanted to hear. Dave East 
he's cool on them type beats, but like I need more shit that caters to him and his flow. Mm. And it's just and they going back and forth on a lot of them joints, no hook. It's just I I, I don't know. I didn't see the point. It's cool that that's kind of like the old generation with the new generation. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I get that, but I, but I I just don't see the point of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I, I don't get it. Other than that old and new mix, I think bridging the gap. I think Dave East is trying to get a little bit more respect in the Styles P generation, in our generation, as far as being a spitter. And mm. that's why you ain't had the poppity songs or the, the stories that Dave East usually tells, probably, from what you're telling me, because I ain't got a chance to listen to it. But I think their goal was for to Dave East to be more certified as, like, someone that can spit with Styles P. Because Styles P, true, he a rapper's you know, rapper. He a rapper's rapper, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got him on there going back and forth for him. I could see where Dave East thought that would be a good look, but I'm going to continue to revert back to what we were saying. Dave East is on the he on the clock. Yeah, that's like, a fact. Like young M.A. has been removed. She gone now. Huh, now she's Dave, sick back though. No, no, she's not. She got a couple joints though, I'm not gonna lie. They she had one they I heard don't the other bubble, day. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like she might have a couple of joints, but they don't never get to where she think that they gonna go. Dave V's next on that summer jam screen, man. <laughs> like it's time and like he on the shot clock, dude. That's a fact. So um, I tried to check West. That's for the youngsters. Um, that's festival How you gonna music. Give a little benefit of the doubt. You don't want to give little baby and Gunner the benefit of the doubt. I can at least understand what he's saying though. And there's no auto tune. The auto tune is think poured about, on like think about, syrup. Think about when you first moved down to Atlanta. Could you understand what these niggas were saying? And we from the South. Absolutely not. Is that what I'm talking about? So mixing auto tune with that <laughs> layered on heavy, and it's like I have no clue what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I refuse to listen to Dom Kennedy and Ghostface though. Dom um, Kennedy and Ghostface got a project? No, nah, not together. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, nah, they got separate joints. I just, I refuse. There's now, no point. Dom ripped that uh stop at double up. On Have a you seen Nipsey the Double Up video? Yeah, that's hard. I fuck with the Double Up video. Even though it looked like they didn't really get to finish it. <laughs> like, they, they, something that was left out of their video. Because it went from fast forward and like, oh, this is my, my girlfriend. Yeah, like, they what, did. What happened, bro? They did. Uh, but I liked the video, though. It was pretty dope. And the song, like, Nipsey was killing it. Yeah, it was ripping down. Laura London was looking amazing. She was. Who is that? Is that dude that was singing? Is he Mexican or is he white? I don't know what, don't he, know is. what he is. That was a cool little song. He though. was ripping it. Down. Yeah, no, nah, he was hard. He had his little swag up in the video. Tough. His little jumpsuit on <laughs> and shit, man. I was fucking with that. Y'all go check out that double up video, man. It's one to see. It's about 11 minutes long, though. Facts. A little mini movie. They should have made, you know what they should have did? They should have made that shit like uh, the R. Kelly joint. A part one, part two, yeah, part three, all that shit. shit. Oh, just, down low. I yeah, thought you were talking about the trapped in the closet. Nah, nah. They should have had it like down low and just did the whole little movie with the dude from AT. <laughs> they should he could have killed that. That would have been hard. Uh, next up, man, let's talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, they were filmed in Miami over the weekend, and we got some controversy coming from one of the ciphers. My boy, Vic Mensa, uh, was a participant in the cipher, and in his verse, he dissed the now deceased XXX Tentacion. Uh, for being an accused woman abuser. Uh, mm. Now, unbeknownst to Vic Mensa, XXX mother was in the crowd at the award show and, of course, took offense. Uh, is it fair or foul for Vic Mensa to diss an artist no longer with us? It's fair, and it's fair because of what XX put out there. It ain't Vic Mensa's fault that, that whatever happened to X happened. I mean, it's just how it happened to him. So I can't blame Vic Mensa for, as an artist. You know, he... he test the line quite a lot right just from stuff that he do so i mean he feels passionately about what he said i don't have a problem with that and on top of it he apologized like you said he didn't know his mom was in the audience that is a little distasteful but he was able to be man enough to follow up and be like hey look i'm sorry but as an artist i don't see a problem with it at all because 
I mean, X did shit like he did a lot of untasteful shit. Uh, added on to like the charge in which Vic Mensa was speaking of. So I don't think that you can cry fair or foul when you're dealing with that. So I'm not, as far as how what X put out there, but I'm going to say it was fair uh, as far as what Vic Mensa did. No, that shit was foul as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, X wasn't convicted of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the things he now listen, the things he, that he's accused of are wild, mm-hmm. shit crazy. But the victim started a GoFundMe for her injuries and. He was saying that she was just scamming people mm. and that her accusations were false. Now, here's my issue with Vic Mensa throwing this in this little cipher. Bruh, who are you? Like, he hasn't been charged. I mean, he he wasn't ever, like, tra- made guilty of any of these mm-hmm. accusations. He was actually still awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. So I don't like the fact that you're innocent. I mean, excuse me, you're guilty until proven innocent in a court of public opinion. And Vic Mensa don't need to stand on top of that and bury that on top of him, especially when he not here. And especially when he wasn't there when any of this popped off. You just read the fucking baller alert headline mm-hmm. just like everybody else, dude. So that's you can stay. You standing up for women's rights and all that. And that's all cool and everything. But you don't know what happened. Like, mm-hmm. you got to let the system do that. I don't know what Vic Mensa thought he was doing or what his place is. And he getting on my nerves because that was my guy. I'm a, I'm a he be, been bullshitting. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a couple of scenarios where you don't let it play out like that, though. When you're dealing with kids and you're dealing with rape. Like you ain't you you ain't necessarily gonna say well I'm gonna see what the judge say or I'm gonna see how it plays out in court shit he might have been able to get a good lawyer very well may have done it but had enough money to get off for the record this wasn't rape I I ain't saying it oh, was okay. I'm just saying you know what I'm saying in, in, in you're saying those are the exceptions yeah in certain scenarios you're not gonna be looking for a guy to explain to you what happened you know what I'm saying like something happened to your daughter somebody close to you like I don't I don't care about the court. that's different. It's always different when you're involved with the true, person involved, true. and that's why I say Vic Mensa as an artist. Had he not came to the line before and, and say, "I'm gonna be outly and overly spoken about these different issues," then I would have a problem with it. But I mean, Vic Mensa is that guy. He's the guy that you see saying he want to fight uh, six nine. And yeah. shit. He wanted to fight him about the charges and shit like that that he had. Right. It wasn't even just about the Chicago shit. So. I don't got a problem with Vic Mensa doing it because he's consistent in doing so and the scenarios that you're dealing with. Like, yeah, we he he wasn't convicted of anything, but just like in every other major thing that you see with NFL, NBA sports, you don't get the benefit of the doubt when you're talking about domestic violence and when you're talking about rape. That's fucked up, though. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, that's, that's like, what we live in. Yeah, I mean, but who is Vic Mensa? Like, you know how much of a jackass think- he would feel if he, if it turned out that that shit was made up? You'd feel like a fucking idiot, dude. You'd be but like, see, damn, I should have not said nothing. You're right, but if X hadn't had behavior that was consistent with her allegations. Right. Like, if, if he was the model citizen, not saying that he has to be, but he did sit, he did shit after that as to where you look at him and you say, I could see that. Gotcha. He, he, he ain't got yeah. the, he lost the you benefit of the doubt. You don't get the benefit of the doubt, doubt no more when you wilding like he was wilding. So that's, I agree with you 100%. It, it should go through court and all of that, and you should wait until that happens. But certain scenarios, I'll say, and when you don't, when your personality ain't adding up with the uh, charges, then, yeah, you get the benefit of the doubt. But X didn't have that case. Because people looked at Fab's situation like, dude, ain't no way. Right. Like, it, it was had, hard to believe. Had you not seen that video, then you would have been like, I don't know. Yeah. And then she was right back with Fab like two weeks later. So you really throwing that out the way. But had you, the video was there. Right. Take Ray Rice. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nigga never hits the play again. Yeah, you know, was- if somebody had told you Ray Rice hit his wife and you didn't see that elevator video, he'd probably be playing in the NFL. That's a fact. Yeah, so. I mean, hey, that, I don't know. I, I thought that was distasteful, man, dissing a dude that's gone. That's just, that, yeah. oh, that's just that's whack to me. I'm going to be real. And Vic Mensa bullshit, and he got two strikes. He's an edgy guy, so, I mean, I, I understand. I, I, I think if he knew that his mom was in the crowd, he wouldn't have did it. I think that him passing didn't have anything. He didn't care one way or the other there. That's but I, his mom being there, I don't think that he wanted to disrespect her. And plus, people forget how young dude is. Dude yeah, he had was. a lot of growing up to do, too. That's all. But... Yeah, that's fucked up. They they also saying we're gonna get a, an album from him too pretty soon. From Vic Mensa? Nah, from seeing that. Oh. Yeah, where is the Vic Mensa album? That's a great question. <laughs> Jesus, now nah, X they saying his his uh his mother's over the estate. They might put something out pretty soon. Oh, okay. Um, uh, moving on, man. W Hotel. Mm. Okay, the luxury. Have you ever stayed at a W? Yeah, the W. That's top of the line right now. No, that's right. Big stacks. Nah. Uh, the luxury hotel chain is getting into the music business. They introduced W Records, very creative, uh, and they signed an R&B singer, Amber Mark. Now, W Records will sign emerging artists and help them produce and distribute tracks to the world. Is this a smart move for W Hotels to get into the music business? Hell yeah. They got the one up because, like, the W, you heard Drake rap about it before. It's popular in rap songs, so rappers stay there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you already got them in the building. You put a studio downstairs. Like, hey, we we'll give you a couple perks. You can stay in any W across the world. You sign with I label. I mean, if I was uh, a popular rapper, I wouldn't do it because it seems like <laughs> it seems like too gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, it does. But if I'm trying to come up, if I'm you know one of these like young rappers, a lot of people don't know about. I can stay at the W. I can be one of the first people to do this certain thing, and I'm I'm with it. Oh well, yeah. If I you're the artist, yeah, if I am. Oh, if I'm the W, then... The W is some slow. Like, why? What are y'all doing? Well, they, I mean, they're trying to get into the music space though. They just expanding why? their brand. Why? Music is probably the number one seller in America. Like, and they just R- want to add more money. For R&B ain't dead? Ella May doing everything she can to keep R&B alive, but she's hanging on by thread. They just started with the R&B chick. They going to get rappers in there. Man, you sign somebody like a, a, a knockout version of Post Malone, the W Hotel Records. You got this nigga singing in the lobby in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of, if I'm W Hotel, I'm signing like indie artists and shit. I got them singing at the bar, the hotel bars and That's shit, trash. having shows in the lobby and shit. Like, there's creative ways W Hotel can make this work. Now, I feel like they're the only hotel that's nationwide that could do it without it seeming like some slaw. Right. Because a Motel 6 artist or a Marriott <laughs> artist in. and the Days In duo, those don't work. But the W is a cool name, and I think it's a cool brand. You get like four or five cool little indie artists. You do different type of events in the lobbies, maybe shoot videos at the hotel. Then I think it's a good move for the W, especially to get in that space. Everybody trying to rush to the streaming and the music right Right now, because it's like typically the wild, wild west. Right. Because they don't know how they're going to monetize streams and things of that nature. So I guess the W, like, hey, let us throw our card in. I, I get it. Um, they are currently doing a festival. It's called Wake Up Call. It's a festival that takes place at W Hotels around the world. Um, so that's kind of how they got their feet wet in the music game. Look, okay, cool, man. You have your music playing at all the W Hotels in the elevators. Uh, you can shoot videos at the dopest hotels, dope views and shit, 50th floor shit. I get all of that. But when I tell you this will be folded in three years, <laughs> W Records will be gone by 2021. Mm. Easy. Bro, nobody's signing to them, bro, unless they get a big name person to be legitimate. 
don't nobody care, dog. Like, I, I, listen, this I don't know this who this Amber Mark girl is. Hopefully her shit, you know what I'm saying, sounds good. If it does, congratulations to her on the deal, period. But can you imagine what a W Hotel deal look like, bro? It's probably a 720, dude. You get free room out here. Man, around. fuck the rooms. That shit, that's, I don't... I mean, I that ain't it, W. I personally think it's a cool little gimmick for W to get that name out there. Well, if they're trying to expand their brand, I mean, this is the perfect way to do it. And they name already in 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 the consciousness of popular culture. So, uh, I guess I need to stay at one man. See if I hear Amber Mark. AmberMarkMusic dot com is her site. You can go check out everything that she has. There you have it. Uh, let's get to this music break, man. Before we talk about this dime trap, first up, we got Black Boy JB. Okay, paying homage to Lil Wayne. He went over that Go DJ beat. This your man, Block Boy, too. I don't know why you're looking like that. <laughs> Let's hear Block Boy over that Go DJ. Wanna BET, I got my scrap in the award show. Diamonds up on 1017, Gucci and Pablo. Fresh in Versace. Chain, it's a light show. Try to take it from me, I'ma stomp it like a cockroach. Gucci boots, that's at least 1200. You can't get this shit, you ain't making no money. You gon' rob who? He ain't taking nothing from me. Gave the bit about 1500, she gon' make this shit back for me. New thing, right? I'ma speed race. Son of dreads, we gon' do it, that like CJ. You got a gun, but I ain't gon' use it. That's a display. That's why every time I see you, you go this way. They said that I'm broke. Well, I'm bringing out those racks again. They say that I'm a hoe till I pull up and I'm black again. Hell block, chop, all this work that I be trafficking. They took me on a boat just to go and serve some African. My nigga, I be French, French, epic French. My nigga, I be French, French, epic French. My nigga, I be French. That was Memphis's own Block Boy JB snapping over Go DJ. How you feel about that? I find myself nodding a little more than I thought I would <laughs> when you say Block Boy JB over Go DJ. But he did all right on that. I ain't mad at that. No, he did all right. He sped his little flow up. Mm, I'm not mad at that at all. Memphis are, on the come up. Yeah, that's a fact. Are we going to hear, is Block Boy JB going to last through next year? Will he still be, he was a freshman classman. Mm. Will he, you know, he had to hit with Drake earlier this year. He got the song. He got the dance that's popping. I see the dance on commercials, on Pizza yeah. Hut commercials and everything. Yeah, Fortnite. Will he be? It's on Fortnite. Will he be relevant next year? This time next year, will we be like, damn, what Blackboy JB at? Nah, mm. it's hard to say because I, I I would say you take a look at somebody like Black Youngster who's far less talented, but he has a personality that keeps him. In the mix, right? And I ain't seen Black Boy JB doing nothing yeah, outside of rapping and that dance. So <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I don't think he. I don't think that he. And, and they ain't saying he's a, a bad artist because right. for what he does, I think he does it well. But I just don't think that he has a personality to be around longer than the summer. Damn, Black Boy, cash I mean, out while you start can. Doing huh? interviews and shit. And I see him somewhere. Other than that, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to this dime trap. It's the king. 10th T.I. album. Yes. Thus the name Dime Trap. Talk to me about your expectations, man. I know this you got. Tough. Uh, this was a closeout album. I was looking for it to go out as as far as... I ain't been really rocking with T.I. and the us or uh, us versus them or us or else. And I, I ain't really on the advocate rapper T.I. He can do that outside the booth and I'm cool with it and it's fine. I thought that he would be able to take me back to I'm serious, to trap music, tell urban legend, the king, mm. and be rapping more about 
personal stuff as opposed to what's going on in the world. I'm sorry, T.I., I don't want to hear you rap about that, but I'd love to hear you talk about it outside of the booth, like I said. So with that being said, the the promo for Dime Trap led me down the road to say this is the, the culmination of trap music. I put it out this day, and, and now I'm wrapping it up. I'm coming with the museum. I'm going to go over stories and lifestyle of being a trap guy and, and being done and, and through with it, and I thought that's what I was going to get. And some songs went down that path, but... It wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more reflective, more more uh, going through just his times as being a, a trap guy, trap music in this game, getting out of the game, doing different stuff, just more reflective of him per se. And I think it, I don't think it was. In, in my opinion, it was a more celebratory album. Like, hey, this is number 10. We made it. Aren't you yeah. glad I made the number 10? Here go a couple dope songs. Here go a couple things I've been thinking about for the last few months. I hope you like it. And I don't think that's what T.I. needed as far as a closeout last album. It needed to be more reflect, to, like have more reflection on it of his career and just trap music in general. And that's what I thought I would get. Um, are we sure? First of all, are we sure this is the last album? He did say that, didn't he? Or am I tripping? Because he hasn't said that lately. He ain't said it lately, and I don't think. I think he's kind of reneged on that. Probably, okay. Or he's probably going to renege on that because he can get another bag. Well, these numbers are bad, so he might not be able to get another we'll bag for another album. Huh? We don't know what the, num- what the numbers look like. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to quote somebody in the rap chat. Okay. I'm going to quote Cotton. He know it all. He, hate, he hates T.I. Okay. He quoted under 27. What? That's what he said the numbers were coming back at. Wow. And I don't know if that's true or not. While you tell me your expectations, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Um, my expectations were about medium level. Uh, I fully understand that T.I. can rap. There's no debating about that. And I'm a fan of a lot of his music. But as you just named, Urban Legend, Trap Music, I'm Serious, those all came before he got locked up. That pre-locked up T.I. is fire. Post-locked up T.I. is just some little cool. Um, So I was hoping that we would get pre-locked up T.I. And look, the, the, the album was good. I thought it was good. Um, good, not great. I thought it started off real strong though, and then it slows like down that. the second half. Um, that was my only issue, man. He got some you know, some good beats, some solid features, but you know what? This this I'm gonna tell you what this should have been though. Let me hit. This should have been the seven track Kanye shit. Oh my god! It should have been the seven track. Get out of here. Take take the first five songs. Yeah. Take the first five songs, and then add on. Uh, what's the joint with uh, the first five songs that add on Pray For Me and close it with Looking Back? And that would have got you what you were looking for. You would have had the celebratory shit on there with the big old drip in the wraith. I you like would have had the reflective drip. Jay-Z 444 shit, grown man shit with the amazing Mr. Fuck Up. Mm-hmm. And then you would have got the look how far we've came, look where I'm at from where I've been um, on Looking Back. Mm-hmm. That would have gave you everything you needed and cut the fat off of everything else. That's not to say that everything else is whack. I just think this would have been better as a more contained seven-track piece. I'm warming up to the seven-track projects now, by the way. I didn't like that shit at first. Mm. When I hear stuff like this, it's 15, which is still a good number. But seven would have helped T.I. tremendously on here. I understand what you're saying. And, I, and one point that I think that could be addressed as far as this album, T.I. relies on the fact that he is a great rapper, like you said. And he falls back on, hell, I can rap my ass off on this track. And I don't think he's creative enough. This album should have been more creative. 
if it was seven tracks, mm. like you said, I don't necessarily feel like he had to be with Kanye. But if it was no. seven tracks, it could have been a creative seven tracks. Like the T.I. versus T.I.P. That was a good, the thought process of it was good, but yeah. the album was bad. Yeah, there you go. Right. So <laughs> you take the creativeness that you did with the T.I. versus T.I.P. Maybe you bring that back and have him like have the T.I.P. character have mellowed all the way out, understand you have made it as a rapper and just things to look back on and then T.I. pushing back, some of that nature. But it should have been more creative. That's what I would have been looking for if I was going to change it, like you said. Or you you went down to 444 right with the Mr. Fuck Up, but you, you didn't stay there. It wasn't reflective or impersonal enough. And I think that you can't just throw that song in the midst of Wraith and, and that other stuff and, and just have one song like I, I feel like Jay-Z just had the one song of 444 but the whole album was kind of catered around it right 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 and that made it sound a lot better so I, I feel like if it was going to be a 444 it needed to be T.I.'s version of it and the whole album should have been told everything around Mr. Fuck Up and the activism and the, the, the trying to grow grand hustle and the struggle that he's had with that the, and wanting to do different things and just everything that he does and kind of give us that in seven to ten songs. I, okay, so, look, T.I. has a story to tell on here. I get it. He's the trap veteran, you know what I mean, with, and there's hints of reflection, transparency on here. But I, I just feel like the 15 songs, he was stretching the concept, and it just got stretched a little too thin. Um, I don't necessarily need a 444 from everybody over 40. Like, I, you, you don't have to do that. That's true. Um, what Jay-Z did, it was perfect timing because he was going through the shit he was going through with Beyonce. Okay, cool. T.I.'s been going through shit with Tiny for a long time, so he really could have done that at any time. I think him doing a whole project around that would have been forced, um, and it wouldn't have been unoriginal. It would sound like he was biting Jay. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I don't think he can be that transparent. I still want him to keep it trap because that's him. The trap music, you know, he coined the phrase. Mm-hmm. So keep it trap like him. So I, I like songs like Rafe. Yeah. That's cool. But I, I didn't need four or five of them. True. And, and let me clarify what I mean by 444. Not a page out of Jay's book per se. But for for me, 444 and T.I.'s element is what he said at the end of the song on Weekend. I want to let y'all know about the dope boy when he go on vacation, when he have his first child, when he going through it with his girl, you know, what his mom think, when he got his first deal and didn't have to sell drugs no more. That's what I wanted to hear. Oh, that would have been fire. You know, that's what I wanted to, like, when I say 444 with T.I., that's what I, like, that's that's his story. Yeah, like, tell me all of that. Tell me about when you, like, you got songs where you're alluding to what you were going through when you had your first child and you were dealing with your couple of baby mamas. Like, but tell the whole story, like how a dope boy grew up to be a multi-million dollar activist and, and artist. Yeah. Like, he had, he said something dope uh, when he was talking about that trap museum, when he was talking about people saying that he would, was glorifying, like, selling drugs. And he was like, no, nah, before me, the people that did what I did, they, they're dead or they went to jail. He said, now you look at Jeezy, you look at me, you look mm-hmm. at 2 Chains. I know what these guys did before they were doing it. They don't have to do it no more, and they have provided paths for their family. That's what I'm showing in the, the trap music. And I feel like he could have, like, just hit that home more. I did see that. He could have had the features with 2 Chains telling the story about that. could have had the feature. True. Like, I don't need him and Jeezy on the, nah, the turn-up joint. Nah, we ain't need that. I, the beat cool, the size, no man said some slick shit with the whales and the ease. I get it. We ain't need that, though. But, like, I would have rather, like, take me back to day one. 
Like I'm still here for that from T.I. and Jeezy and Two Chains and authentic rappers and to throw little baby and I think that's why he gets that 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 love because he has the authenticity that these guys started out with. So if T.I. could have went back to that without, like you said, being too transparent, right? Because right, I ain't right. here to hear about him and Tiny. Like I really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a cool subject to have out there if you can base an album around it, but not give too much. Like you said, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, to him, I didn't need the joint like that with him and Jeezy. Like you said, if anything. I could have took like a Jeezy and Jay Z, how they kind of talked yeah, about, like they exactly, took a they took a exactly. trip down memory lane, like something like Ti exactly. and Jeezy, like that would have been fire. Go on fire. some old Atlanta shit. Let us know what was going on when you first ran into Meach and you used to see them niggas in the club throwing millions of dollars. Like yeah. that's a story. That's what we want to hear on your last album. You were there. That shit don't happen no more. Like that was that was a, a blip in history and like. He's the perfect person to talk about stuff like that. I think it's still interesting. And there's still a generation of people that don't know about it, and he's the perfect person to tell that story. Yeah, uh, if I had to go my highlights, I would say the first half of the album. Like I said, the first six or seven, they hard. Like, I, like listen, he came out the gate. I'm thinking this for the goddamn it be a classic. Mm. And then it tells, you know, like I, like I said earlier, it tails off a little bit toward the end. Right. Um, I'll say good production, though. Um and minus the minus the Jeezy features, some solid features, man. So that that's my highlights on here. What about you? Highlights for me, I, I like Big Old Drip. That's one of that's my bang. favorite songs on there. Uh, Pray for me. I don't know what YFN Luther does. He sound like that all the time. Is that yeah. how he, yeah, YFN true. cold though? He might be, but he can't sing. <laughs> and, uh, I think that's the point. Well, okay, I I, I kind of felt like that too that he yeah. wanted him to be off key and shit like yeah. that. But it, I, I like the song though. I like what he was representing on that, and I like um, those are my favorite too. Okay, and then the weekend, like I stated before, yes, uh, th- those would be my three that I would take as far as my favorites, the highlights of the album. Any lowlights? Yes. What didn't work? Be there. The London, like I don't, I don't need Ti doing the Eminem and Skylar Gray joint. Yeah, that's all. I don't slaw. need you. I don't need Ti doing the pop music. I don't need you and London J. Yeah, that and so that was a low light for me. Um, I'm gonna say this here, and this probably will be what everybody takes from this review, but I'm gonna stand on it. Are we sure Meek Mill is a good rapper? Yeah, he is. He Are we rap. sure? He wasn't talking about nothing on that halfway though. He was just he was just I going mean, through the motions on that. Did you listen to the? I I feel like he's going through the motions all the time, and I feel like we've just kind of crowned Meek Mill as this hell of a dude with bars and stuff, and he ain't really just got him. He can. It's more about energy with him, but he can he can put he can say some clever shit. So he's like mystical, energy rapper. Is that what you? But mystical like? had, mystical was saying some shit too though. Mm. You just don't like that style, okay? Or his braids maybe, or maybe something. It was it. something about mystical you didn't like. Yeah, I mean, he was okay. You don't like the ant super animated yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I can't do that. That must be why I don't like Meek Mill. Because I'm just listening to this, and I go back and I listen to the EP. And I ain't saying that he ain't good at, you know, whatever it is that people like him for. But I just, I don't get it. You I listen to that, that intro. You, no, that you intro. Now, okay, now, that, you need the energy on that. And I get that whole up way of the minute. Y'all thought I was okay. That's, that's classic. Other than that... <laughs> Uh, are we sure Meek Mill is good? Yeah. But what were lowlights for you? If I had to go lowlights, I would say the Dave Chappelle skits. I didn't like that. Yeah, it was kind of out of place. It doesn't make sense, bro. Dave Chappelle lived in, like, Iowa somewhere. Like, it, it didn't. Indi- where? Indiana. Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere it starts with an I, yeah. and it's far away from the trap. So having the dime trap, I thought him at the end of one of those songs was funny. It should have just been that. But he was like, oh, what's that? Is that going to make the album? Yeah, Like, that was cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. We got the Dave Chappelle in the studio with you. You slick stun. 
cool. He don't need to be the voice of reasoning throughout the whole fucking tape. Yeah. That didn't make sense to me. You just that did that just idea. Yeah, he tried to pull the Wale and Jerry Seinfeld shit. And that made more sense on Wale shit. It was more put together well. This right here was just to say I got Dave Chappelle on my album. Yeah, and then what Cedric Entertainer did it on Jay Z, the threats. Was that Cedric Entertainer? Yeah, that was just one song though. Yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah. I, I get you it. You had him on Nelly shit too, Cedric Entertainer on the Nelly shit. Yeah, but who he listened to that though? I did. I remember. Who that. listens to the Nelly shit though? The Kanye did it too with with uh broke broke five broke. Oh, yeah, we so ain't got yeah, it. Yeah. Who was it? Was that D Ray? I think that was D Ray. Look at D Ray, man. Yeah. So listen, nice try with that. It didn't uh, work. That was too much. Uh, and a couple of songs I wasn't feeling, but you know that's fair. Uh, all in all, the, the takeaway is, like I said, it's good, not great. Um, I think he had a missed opportunity to cut the fat down, give us seven songs. That's the trend right now. If there was any a time you could pull off a seven-song project, you could do it now because we're used to getting that this year. You try that shit next year, it ain't going to work. Niggas going to be like, what the rest of the music at, dog? Yeah. You could have tried that now. You could have had a reflective, classic Dope Boy album, Dope Boy that made it. It would have been fired, bro. All right, I'm going to give it a rating. Talk to me. One, is to- one reel is totally whack. Two reels need work. Okay. Two and a half reels are average. Okay. Three reels are good and worth checking out. Three and a half is dope. Mm. Four is slamming, definite satisfaction. Four and a half is superior. Five would be a classic. Right. Some people probably know why I got the list wrong. Clearly. If you don't, it. I'm hot at you. <laughs> we still in it. I w- if I had to rate this one, I'm going to give it two and a half reels. It was an wow. Average, it was an average T.I. album. You were so hyped to Tough. hear this. Tough. That's Tough. why you got it low. I say three good worth listening to. I think it's an average T.I. album. But y'all give us y'all ratings. How many reels would you give this dime trap? I was really amped about it. It didn't live up to what I wanted, but I'm not mad at it. <laughs> let at the hood all. down. Um, yeah, all right, man. New song break. Shout out to Steph Simon, man. Who? Um, Steph Simon represents Tulsa. All right. I ran into okay, an on-decker. Right. I ran into an on-decker at the A3C. And shout out to Dez. She sent me some music. I told her we'd check it out. Mm-hmm. And if we like something, that we would play it. All right. So you want to hear? Here it goes. Steph Simon, 1990-something. Check it out. Uh, remember back in the days when everybody had waves. Type of fade. Iverson braised him was the day. Before the music was the aim. I was on aim. Tying up the phone line. Because 56K was the motor. Down low and no limit soldiers. Room full of Michael Jordan posters. Hoop session all summer. Drinking out of water hoses. We going hard to them girlies with the jellies notice. Before the booty was fat. It was Dookie Bray. Spaghetti straps. Eating on the pickle. I'm trying to get with you. Before the phone could take a picture. I had my own line. Had to share it with my sister. Just a little homie. Middle chat with the illest style. Trying to figure out why the older homies up the block. Call me little low. Before I got pressed for my Bronco coat. I had to know what the wrong. If your colors is wrong. But that was way back in 1990 something. 1990 something. Way back in 99. All right, man. That was Steph Simon. 1990 something. How you feel about that? I like that. That remind me of the song uh, back in the days when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. Absolutely. Some days, that right there. So I like that. I ain't mad at that. And mm-hmm. to the undecker that you meant, I did not say Nas was slow. Oh, yeah. She had smoke for you. 
I'm here all day, every day. <laughs> she said, tell Spike, Spike Lou. Lou on any social media platform. He is not slow. I didn't say that. Tell him to stop slandering Nas. I said, I got you. Is it how she sang? She pressed up on me. I said, I got you. <laughs> At first, Nas is some slow, though. I'll stand by that. <laughs> Nas is a good rapper. Overrated, but he can rap. Jesus. Tough. Uh, yeah, no, I like that. Shout out to Steph Simon, 1990-something. That took me back right there. What's your favorite 1990 year? 98. I was about to say the same thing. 98 was a hell of a year, man. Music was crazy yeah, in 98. 98 was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> All around. Yeah, man. There's uh, people listening to this that was born in 99. They were like, these niggas are old. That's crazy. Remember 98. Y'all missed a fire-ass year. <laughs> um, all right, man, let's get to uh, this question of the week. Okay. So you saw the Dipset reunion uh, at A3C. They announced that an album is dropping on Thanksgiving. An album and a documentary, for that matter. Mm. Also, you want to know another group who's in talks to getting back together for a reunion? 3-6 Mafia. So we got 3-6 and Dipset talking about getting back together. What? Which one of these groups was bigger? Oh, which one was bigger? Absolutely. Mm. That's a good one. That's an easy one. <sighs> Dipset was bigger. Crazy as fuck. You think 3-6 because you were a big 3-6 fan. I was a big Dipset fan, too. They nice more, try. They were more regional. It was Dipset what? niggas in Cali. Dipset niggas in the Midwest and getting it in Ohio and, of course, the <laughs> East Coast. And they did their down south thing. I think that 3-6 um, was limited to the southeast region. 3-6 has an Oscar. How many Oscars oh, does Dipset have? Look at that overrated huh? ass movie. None. They got none. Cam deserves an Oscar. <laughs> he is a character. That's a fact. Cam should have got an Oscar for uh, paid in full. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he played no. out of Rico. Listen, three six is didn't know um, how to Dougie before that. Three six is a much bigger group, dog. What and they saying, got more hits. The they got more hits. They do have more hits. That's, well, that's actually, all I'm saying. Nah, they got one hit. What's that? The one that they got the Oscar for. The original song? Nah, Sippin' on some scissor was a you fucking said, hit. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Tell the Club Up was a hit. Tell the Club Up was an original song. What? They ain't, they wouldn't tan the club up in Cali or New York. Uh, you don't know that. I do know it. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas is getting booed in New York, dude. I think Dipset was more widespread, man. Like, 3-6 had a hell of an impact and niggas still using their flows, but niggas what? 3-6 run was longer, too. True, but just the lure of Dipset, like it was so strong, so quick, and it was out of there. I think people just like they they liked it, it what it, what they think Dipset could have been. So I'm going Dipset. That's three six mafia. Three six fan. People using that that ad lib to this day. Mafia. They, they're using they that in 2018. Huh? They don't even know where that came from. But they it's, just heard another nigga use it. Oh, that shit dope. <laughs> <laughs> they just heard another nigga use it, dude. That shit done got washed down like six sometimes. <laughs> One nigga of them young niggas is using that know where that came from. <laughs> uh, shit, on Decker of the Week, sported earlier, man. Shout out to Dez, OKC. All right. Hollered at me while I was at uh, the show. Said she rocked with the show heavy. Yeah. Uh, says one of her favorite podcasts. We appreciate that. So it's always cool to meet the on decker man, especially someone from OKC. I don't think I've ever met anyone from Oklahoma before. So that was cool. Oklahoma. Yeah, man. I told her we was going to pull up too, man. She said we can do a podcast up there. She know the radio people. We can go kick it, man. I'll go to a Thunder game. We can go to a Thunder game too. Yeah, let's do that. What else they got? That's what else? It. Is it? That's it. What a football team, man. Tyler Murray. Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, college football. Uh, nah, I can't do that. They man. got the best college. They got one of the best college football players in the nation, though. Who? Tyler Murray. 
Tyler Murray. I guess this is Kyler or Tyler. Uh, if you don't know his name, he's not he the best be, player in football. He's he like a little Vic. Fuck. I was a Vic back in my day. You've never been a You've never been a Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Miller's strong. <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening to the On Deck TV podcast. Everybody that ran in the Animal Brown at the A3C and showed love, we appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, keep showing us love. Join the rap chat on Facebook. Join the conversation after the episode. Let us know what you thought. Uh, give your thoughts and comments on everything that we discussed. Also, post your own there. Also, go to Facebook. Excuse me. Just say Facebook. Go to yep. Instagram, the On Deck TV podcast page, and on YouTube, the Realville page. Um, New music out right now. Mozzie Gang Lord Landlord. I got to listen to that. I'm giving that three and a half reels. Mm, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, it's easy. Uh, of course, like we said, Davey Styles P. Uh, you, how many reels are you giving it? I ain't. I got. I ain't even finish it. Again. Yeah, I, ain't, I, I got. I only got about halfway through, but I understand. I know what it was through them halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, Wiz Khalifa Cabin Fever mixtape has now been put on all streaming sites. He that, that he did the wrong one, dude. Everybody's oh, that's banging. Looking, that is, but everybody looking for it. If you're gonna put some on all the streaming sites, make it Cushion OJ, please. That's true. It might have too many samples. Please, could we get that on Apple Music? <laughs> Title something. Um, of course, Lil Baby and Gunna drip harder. Mm. And this week we have Quavo's solo album. Quavo Quavo Hancho. That's coming out this week. Yep, the 12th. You ready for that? No. I'm well, not. It, may not, it might not come out. Do you see uh, P, laptop got stole? I didn't see that. Uh, down here on Northside Drive, somebody stole the engineer's car at the gas station on Northside Drive, which happens all the time. I'm amazed. People still leave many, their keys and shit running. Dude, I'm amazed at how many cars get stolen down here in the A. But with that being said, the CEO of QCP, Lost his, uh, what's that, external hard drive. Mm. He's offering a $20,000 reward if you will return that to him. Uh, go to his Instagram page <laughs> and contact him if you have any information about that. <laughs> do you think they would do that for real? For 20 racks? Yeah, yes. they giving that back. Really? And he's just going to be like, oh, thanks, bro. He ain't going to ask no questions. He's a street nigga. Fair enough. Yeah, oh, you got it? Nigga, all them songs on there, he yeah. go to 20 racks, we done. Yeah. I ain't calling the police, no nothing. Because them songs worth way more than 20. Tough. Um, with that being said, I'm not looking forward to this Quavo. If you'd have asked me this two years ago, I would be hyped. Yeah, but Quavo I, might surprise you. He ain't really been talking about nothing lately, though, man. Like the little songs he put out really ain't hitting on shit. I'd rather be a Beagles album to be completely honest with you. So would I. But they trying to extend they look the calendar. They trying to put some more skews in the. In the <laughs> so you got to do a Quavo. Then you're gonna do an Offset. Mm. Then you're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Don't do my boy Takeoff last like that though. I mean, I, um, what you got on deck for the weekend? Man, I may get back out to Stone Mountain, man. I need to get back in shape before it get too cold out yeah, here. Yeah, weather about to turn. Coming. Yeah, it's a big storm. Yeah, I'll be safe out there in Florida and Georgia and uh, Alabama's coming that way. Uh, but slow motion this weekend. What you recovering? Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to chill on Stone Mountain, Kennesaw Mountain. Uh, I will say this, though. I did lose 15 pounds when the doctor weighed me. That was real. Congratulations, man. Yeah, man. The Is skinny the veganism? vegan. The skinny vegan. The skinny vegan, nigga. That's oh, my new man. shit. A.K.A. the skinny vegan. You're not uh, there yet. Slim Perry. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Slimmy Hendrix. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, but now, other than that, I'm going to try to catch that Venom. And I'm going to try to... It was something else I wanted to watch. I'd like Fuck. some suggestions from the listeners, man, on new TV series. I need something. You need to watch Better Call Saul, dude. Why the fuck you ain't been it's watching that? Slow. It's like, It's, it's Breaking past. Bad. I couldn't get past when him and like I whatever was going on with him and his brother in season one where his brother was acting like he was crazy. Yeah. I don't that, that was throwing me for a loop. Man, that shit that shit cold, uh I might have to double back. What season is it on? Three? That's four right here. It just went off, I think. 
Oh, okay, it's on Netflix. I might check that out. Um, but other than that, now nah, I'm chilling slow motion. Uh, shout out to my Packers. We'll be on Monday Night Football. All y'all need to watch that shit. Still ripping the Packers. Y'all got embarrassed this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna own up to my one and two posting on FSP this week. Your Packers fucking let me down. The Jets let me down, but I still pulled one off. Uh, look for them picks each and every week. I have some new ones for y'all this week. Don't forget to Saturdays, man. Be on the lookout on their TV podcast. Our guy M Extra. Give you the spotlight Saturday, man. The low-key song, track, EP, album of the week. Uh, keep your eyes peeled to that. And um, go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, and uh, comment, man. We appreciate it. We out. Peace. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.